Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. Today we have as our guest Aditi Gupta who is the head of HR at Spine. Hi Aditi, thank you for coming and joining us today. Hi Achyuta, thank you so much for having me. So just to give some context about you and your career, could you tell our listeners a bit about your journey so far? Sure. So uh, it's been uh, close to 9 years now since I've been in the HR function. that's my overall professional experience in the hr uh, domain post my masters which i did from amity in 2014 i think i've been fortunate enough to see the entire cycle of industries that i've worked with uh, you know throughout my career starting my uh, career with a recruitment consulting firm which was a very small which was a very small setup back in 2014 to a very structured corporate setup where you know people intend to join so that they can retire from the same company that's so comforting and you know uh, so cool chilled out culture they have and uh, from there i moved to cars 24 which was a startup uh, organization which was back then was a series b funded company from there i moved to fab and now with spine i think that's when i realized actually i think cars 24 has been a turning point in my life that's when i realized that you know i love uh, startup world more than anything else that's where yeah. i got my kick and i realized that you know this is something that i should be pursuing for a long time uh, in my career that's so yeah since then so that's great i think a startup culture also brings out a, a lot of new experiences right so absolutely exactly so what do you think are some of the best practices for managing employee motivation and their performances see there are a lot of things that results into the motivation and performance of employees at rajita but uh, i think out of all the experience that i've had over the years uh, i think two pillars that actually helps you in building a strong motivated culture and a performance driven culture in the company is one for an employee to see career progression in the company if they see that whichever company they have joined they are learning something out of it they are gaining something out of it and it is something which is eventually adding some value in the career graph they will not leave you mm-hmm. uh, and if once they have that thought they'll be motivated and they'll be able to deliver better number one number two i think appreciation is something which is very very crucial we at spine do a lot of surveys uh, in order to understand what is the pulse of the employees and appreciation is something which has been the most talked about topic throughout where okay. employees want to get appreciated every time even if it's a small pat on their back that you know you have done a good job continue doing this that itself is a huge motivation for employees to deliver and if if you have a motivated workforce they will eventually be uh, more performance driven so yeah, that mm-hmm. that's why i feel that's amazing so you had like all years of experience in hr as well and you've come across different aspects of employees as well right so as an hr professional you must have encountered different types of employees dealing with their requirements and stuff like you've already said um, how do you promote a healthy work life balance for employees as well as foster that kind of positive work environment so 
you know work life balance is very subjective you know uh, i think we have moved from that phase where employees used to feel that work life balance is a 9 to 5 job where i come on time and i leave on time yeah. and when i'm at home i'm only you know focusing on my family uh, i i don't think that sort of uh, expectation or that sort of definition of work life balance actually is there any more uh, mm-hmm. specifically in the startup world i have seen mm-hmm. how i have tried to or, or how we as hrs try to foster a positive culture in the company is by creating more fun environment in the company uh, and it's it's very simple you know all you have to do is make sure that whatever initiatives that you're taking should bring the employees closer to the job that they're working uh, working on you know they should have fun while doing that they should fall in love with the role that they're working on uh, hence we always look for people who are passionate towards work and they do not want to work looking at the clock that okay i'll come at 9 i'll complete my i'll work till 5 whether my work is completed or not i'll wrap up at 5 o'clock and i move out that's not the kind of uh, you know that's not the kind of vibe you want to create in the company mm-hmm. if you have people who are passionate towards the work and who love the work that they are doing they will be motivated working for you and when they're within the and and they'll deliver within that stipulated time frame mm-hmm. so that once they go home they will not have any baggage to carry with themselves and they'll be able to focus on themselves you'll be amazed to know i have a very young crowd here at spine the average age of my employees is 24 25 years they have they are perceiving their hobbies like anything knowing that we are knowing that we are a startup we are in a tech company there are product releases happening every day they have still been able to take out time to pursue their hobby have a dog spend time with their family members and you know uh, play guitar go go hmm. for cricket matches after office all yeah. that they've been doing and when i ask them whether whether you have enough work life balance that is what work life balance is for them that they yeah. they have been able to get time to spend with them with themselves with their family members with their pets they are able to have a hobby for themselves uh, so yeah i think it's all about building that passionate workforce Mm-hmm. So if they are in office they are focused and they are dedicatedly working and when they're ho- they're at home they're only focusing at themselves that's amazing i think that's something you focused on really a good point i'd like to say because work life balance doesn't always means having a lot of time from work but it's about having the quality time with your family perhaps your pet dog or you know your anything your hobbies your passion and the fact that passion for work is something that you know youngsters you know in a startup definitely makes it grow really faster so yeah. that's amazing environment you have at spine so kudos to that so <laughs> Yeah so um recruitment and selection so it that's something HR has to deal with a lot of times and it can be a very tedious process i'm sure so can you share some like challenges you had to face during uh, employee recruitment or the selection happening for your organization sure so uh, see i'll not say recruitment is a tedious task it it, it sounds very extreme when you say it's yeah. a tedious task I would call it a you know slightly more challenging as a process, but I think that's the fun. You know, we as recruiters, I started my career as a recruiter. I have I did my internships and recruitments. That recruitment has always been my first love when it comes to HR. Mm-hmm. While doing recruitments, I realized that you know this is something that I'm good at, and let me pursue HR. You know, as a field of my you know for my profession professional career. One thing that I realized is that one shoe fits all sort of. 
an approach does not fit into the recruitment process. You need to have very customized processes whenever you hire candidates. Uh, for example, when I hire for tech or product or AI candidates, the kind of challenges that we face are more around the turnaround time because people have this habit of office shopping and, you know, uh, you know, having multiple offers in hand and not able to join at the last minute. So that's yeah. one challenge that we face. The second problem would be, you know, specifically for salespeople or when I hire for marketing or to client success. These are the people where there is abundant of profiles available for you. You do not have any lack of good profiles, but finding the right candidate out of that lot is something which is very important. Mm-hmm. So this is another challenge that we face, but it is more sales driven than more tech driven. Yeah. So if we have to make strategies and we have been making strategies in certain in, in such a manner that when it comes to product, we only target employees who are on their notice period, who have recently joined, or in fact, we give weightage to people who uh who have recently come out of college, you will see a lot of young workforce in Spain. These are the people who started their journey, uh, their you know their professional journey from Spain, and now they've been doing amazingly well in the company. Similarly, uh, in sales, I think uh, most of the recruiters make the biggest mistake of scheduling a lot of interviews with an expectation of closing the right one. I mm-hmm. think... You know, through this podcast, I would also want to reach out to the recruiters and tell them that do not focus on just scheduling as many interviews. Mm-hmm. Spend more time on shortlisting the profile instead mm-hmm. of scheduling interviews. Uh, it's it's okay if you're only meeting four or five best profiles. I'm sure if you have spent good enough time understanding the job requirement, uh, you will have a better turnaround and you'll have a more quality candidate to close a position with. That's right. All right, then. So um, any last advice you'd like to give to our listeners? See, I think uh, it's it's a very challenging world right now. People are uh, working very passionately. It's not the time when people used to look for comforting jobs. Uh, I think the only advice I would give to everybody, just work hard, have a great time working and, and enjoy what you're doing. If you're enjoying, you will not get bored and you will be able to deliver even better than and you'll reveal and you'll get a new perspective about yourself. There mm-hmm. are times when I realize my own potential by doing the job that, oh, mm-hmm. okay, this is something that I thought I would not be able to do, but I could do it. It is a revelation for me. So the, the only advice I would give to everybody is just enjoy the work that you're doing, fall in love with it, and you'll have a great career. Absolutely. That's the kind of thing I think as youths, we tend to forget to, you know, just enjoy our workspace, take it into, you know, um, try to explore things so that we can yeah. reach the point where we're actually happy. So thank you so much for the valuable input and amazing advice. So this brings us to the end of the podcast. I hope you had a wonderful time having this conversation. Thank you again, Aditi, for coming and sharing your valuable time. Thank you. Thanks, Aprajita. Lovely talking to you.